Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service, 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Uh, hey Trey, would you like to talk about your golf game? <laughs> I'm working on it. I got out to Vegas uh, a while back and uh, a few weeks ago and played a couple um, couple courses out there. But uh, I didn't know about this infused vodka Bloody Mary situation <laughs> well, at 6:30 in the morning. You know, I, I will I will sh- I'll be happy to share that with you. I I, I do want to say this, and I'm, I'm sure you guys are talking a little bit. I, I've lost three friends in the last six days, mm-hmm. and wow. lost Coach Lacewell. Uh, uh, I I will say this about Lace. Uh, My 16 years with the Arkansas Sports Hall of Fame, which they're having their celebrity golf tournament today, um, there were two guys that I I remember never, ever missed an opportunity to represent the Arkansas Sports Hall of Fame. One of them was Coach Lacewell. The other was Larry Snyder, the the late jockey and and head steward at Oakland Park. And so uh, on Thursday night, but 16 years, when we had the reception at the Hall of Fame, Larry Lacewell was the last one to leave for 16 years. He is a great storyteller. I was just telling Marcus we, we got to hear this later. All right. All right. We'll, we'll tell it later. I don't want to cut in on tra- Trey's time here. Oh, this is an amazing story. We'll, we'll hear it later. I'll listen later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you mean you keep us on after you get off? Well, well, Trey, sure. well, well even if he doesn't, you know, you might be able to tell now because, Trey, what Razorback breaking news is there? Well, nothing really today. There I mean, you go. we're still, to me, like the thing that I'm waiting for, like got stories loaded, like we call them shells. We have something ready for them. We're waiting for Jalen Williams. I mean, that's it's got to happen in the next week or so. And waiting on Sam Pittman details. Yeah, his contract. Say, the contract, yeah. Yeah, I mean, those two things and – uh, I mean, outside of Arkansas, in, including Arkansas, but not really. I mean, at, uh, spring meetings in Destin. I mean, Texas A&M and, and Alabama. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so those are the kinds of things that uh, I guess are, are on the radar right now. And, are they going to you know, have extra bodyguards, Trey, and Alabama? I know. I know. <laughs> well, they – I'm sure they travel with some kind of detail. Maybe the, but the state troopers that are with them at football, will they be with them at Destin? They might bring them this year, huh? You know, here, might, here's my question about all these state troopers that accompany these coaches. Obviously, yeah. somebody has to pay for that. School does. <laughs> yeah, and, and I'm yeah. like, what? I mean, did it start with Bear Bryant? He's the first one I remember. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And so why, why has the tradition carried on? Have coaches been getting death threats? I mean, what's the deal? No, it's it's just it's for show. Yeah, yeah. Now, <laughs> it's for show. Now, I mean, my now. state troopers have to keep people off me. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I'm pacing around my office right now with one next to me. No, I, so I, I don't be, know. Tra- I'm assuming tra- Texas tra- travels with, with you, Trey. <laughs> we just figured that after the Arkansas-Texas game, there's fans all over the field. Mm-hmm. Okay, if they had state troopers, obviously they would help. Now, again, I, it's been a long time ago, but we should compliment Arkansas. Security people did an excellent job of getting Texas's players and coaches off the field, keeping fans away from them. They had a line formed where they could get through. It was a single line, but they could get through easily. But I, I would think that, other than that, what the heck do you need state troopers for at a football game on on the sideline with the coach? 
It's, I, I, I always wonder, wonder what they spend on that. How much? I don't know. Now, now the state troopers, they're always great guys. Oh, yes. And uh, I've, I've gotten to be friends with several of them, uh, but I've never asked them why they do that. So if we have a state trooper in our listening audience <laughs> who has ever traveled with the Razorbacks or Arkansas State or anybody else and can explain to us why that's necessary, I'd, I'd be willing to, yeah, I think it'd be Saban to has at least four. Yeah, that's right. I he has counted, more than anybody. I have counted four. Yeah. He has at, more than anybody. At the SEC football media days. Yeah. Now, I can understand. Yeah, at the and, media and days. The way they, they have that roped off, he is able to enter the front door. Now, this is the Wyndham. Enter the front door and then walk around the ropes. Everybody is supposed to be behind the ropes. Um, in this little foyer area. But then once he gets past, I guess you can say, into the opening, it leads into that long uh, walkway where the media set up, Radio Row is set up. Then, I mean, obviously they kind of lose a little a little bit of control uh, with Coach Saban because there's so many people in that particular walkway uh, on Radio Row. And occasionally fans will figure out a way to slip through there. But Okay, uh, so they do. What are they going to do? Jump up I've, in his face? On They're the not going to do that. I, I have not seen a bodyguard, a patrolman, either with uh, of any of the other coaches. Nobody no, else. media days, right. Yeah, immediate yeah. nobody. I, I yeah. think Nick Saban this year should show up in a Brinks truck with the Aggie logo on the side of it, <laughs> and just march his butt in there. Oh, well, I think, you know, you just my. asked yeah. you know, who, who pays to have the state troopers. I think at Alabama the state troopers pay to get to be with Saban. I think that's the deal. Oh, no, they have their own so. NIL deal. They have their own NIL deal. Hey, Bill Bryan, who's the head of the Arkansas State Police, is a good friend of mine. Yeah. I have his cell number. I'm going to inquire him. sometime yeah. and find out. Sure. That's why they wear all those patches and logos on their sleeves. And, in fact, I, I noticed one um, had a uh, Mercury logo on his back, Mercury boat, Ranger boat logo on the back of his state trooper shirt. So well, they got said, these NIL deals you, that are. <laughs> Randy, you're kidding, right? I took, Is I that took, a buzzer? I took the, break. I took the bait, Randy. Uh, I'll bring that up on my outdoor show tonight, hook and sinker, okay? Hey, who was the, when Bobby Petrino had his motorcycle accident, who was the first person he called? State Trooper. He's state uh, Trooper. Uh, he did. Yes, he You're did. right. Oh, That's wow. right. He did. You're right about that. He did. All right, let's talk to Shane. Shane, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey. Yeah, I was going to get Trey's uh, thoughts on the, uh, the receivers this year, see what he thinks about. Uh, are they going to have enough depth and and all like that? I think depth isn't going to be an issue. It's just, are you going to be able to make up for Traylon Burks? I mean, when you look at the guys that they brought on over the years, I mean, there's some really highly regarded guys. In fact, three guys that finished spring drills as the starters were all former four-star or five-star recruits. When does that happen? When have all of Arkansas's wide receivers been forced? I mean, I can remember when there wow. wasn't a single four-star starting for Arkansas at wide receiver. That's happened several times. But Jaden Hazelwood was the former number one ranked prospect in the country at wide receiver, number one ranked wide receiver, I should say, uh, number four nationally. Uh, Keetron Jackson, number 165 nationally, four-star. And 
Warren Thompson was a four-star also uh, before transferring out of Florida State. Um, so you got those three guys, and then you're adding in, um, you know, you, I mean, we haven't even seen Matt Landers yet, but Matt Landers is a former scholarship guy at Georgia before he transferred for, to Toledo and then, of course, to, uh, to Arkansas, which I guess all those guys will be enrolling by May 31st for the start of summer school. And, you know, you've got Isaiah Satania coming in, who's a, a four-star. Satania was recently listed among – there's a list. It's an interesting title, the 100 freshmen – the 100 true freshmen who matter in 2022. And I, I guess that means guys that are going to play and contribute. And he was listed as one of those guys. Um, but I, I think that he'll probably end up being among the top six guys at wide receiver. And then you've got, um, you know, guys like Jaden Wilson, Bryce Stevens, um, Landon Rogers is another guy that had a had a really nice spring. Uh, so the numbers I don't think are an issue, especially you know since they added Matt Landers. Um, it's just a matter of where are how are they going to make up for Burks? Like what how are they going to make up for that lost production? Do they make up for it? Do they become a team that's more focused on the run because you do have a wealth of really talented running backs coming back? You've got KJ who can run also. Um, do you have to abandon some of that? Uh, Randy, you've talked about Trey Knox a lot. You know, you take what he did, what did it take him, six games to catch his first pass since he moved to tight end? Um, right. If you take his numbers and average those out to, you know, a 13-game schedule, um, he could be a guy that, that makes up for a lot of the lost production uh, with Traylon Burks. And, and, you know, it's not just Burks, but, you know, Tyson Morris, Devion Warren, Blake Kern, um, you know, some other guys that, that you're without. But those guys are, and nothing against them, but, you know, you can make up for their production a little easier than a guy like Traylon Burks. So um, do we see more passes to the backs? We know A.J. Green can catch it. Dominic Johnson's caught some. Rocket Sanders was a former wide receiver in high school. Um, so I think, you know, there's a lot of ways that you can go to to help make up for that. But overall at wide receiver, I think that they'll be in pretty good shape. I think maybe the big question is, does a number one guy emerge? Because you really need that. You don't just need, like, everybody elevating their game, which is great, but really that guy, okay, you know, we got to have it here. We know we're going to Burks. You know, that used to be the sentiment. Uh, they know that they could go to Burks. So is there going to be a guy like that? I know that they would love for Hazelwood to emerge and be that guy, obviously, who's ranked number one prospect at his position in the country for a reason. Had some injury issues at Oklahoma, but still led him in catches and touchdowns last year. So maybe he'll be the guy. Um, and Malik Hornsby is another one. I didn't even mention Malik, but Malik to me is not a gimmick deal at wide receiver. It's not like uh, throw him in every once in a while. You know, it'll um, give the announcer something to say, the fans something to cheer about. I think that he can be a real weapon for them at wide receiver if they use him enough. And I, and I think they are going to end up doing that. All right, Shane, thank you. Who is the deep threat, Trey? Well, Malik. Malik is one for sure. I mean, he he's going to scare some people, I think. Um, I mean, just what I saw him do to the number one defense in the spring, I mean, just regular going deep and just toasting people. Um, saw it happen several times. So that's why I say it's not just like a gimmick thing where he's a decoy and, you know, this and that. But I really think that he could be a, a long ball threat. Warren Thompson also caught several deep passes. The thing that Warren struggled with, to me, uh, was catching short stuff. You know, maybe, you know, yeah. 
you see receivers turn their head too quick, thinking they got it, and they drop the ball, you know, just an easy pass. Uh, he, he struggled with that, but we saw him make some really, really great catches, especially on deep balls last year too. So he could be that guy. I mean, Hazelwood obviously is another one that we would expect to be able to do that. And I'm interested to see how far Keytron Jackson comes along. Keytron has all the physical tools to be a really good wide receiver too, uh, but a guy that they talked to, you know, talked about it being kind of raw last year, uh, coming out of high school, coming off of a knee injury, only had like five catches, I think, last season, uh, two of them in that Missouri game for like 53 yards. So um, had a good finish to the regular season. But um, he's a guy that they expect to take a, a really nice leap forward this year. But to me, I think all those guys can be deep threats. I think Satania can be, Malik Hornsby I know can be, Warren Thompson I know can be, I think Hazelwood can be. And Keytron, too. But you need – you really need one. one like you're talk, I, I realize there won't be mm-hmm. another Burks, but that's what you expected from Burks. When you need a long ball, he could deliver the long ball. The only long ball that I really remember on Thompson was against A&M down in Dallas. And, you yeah, know, that was a big one at that time. So, like, 40 also, yards or something, I think? Yeah, at least. Yeah, he, yeah. Had, he had one or two other – uh, pretty deep ones also that he caught. Um, he had a pretty decent average, but I really, guys, I really think that we're going to see Hornsby play a significant amount at wide receiver next season. Hornsby's the guy that you can throw him a five-yard pass and turns into 80 yards. Touchdown. I mean, yeah. he is so elusive. And, and, well, and Thompson had his share of drops last year, too. Oh, he did. No question. The shorter stuff was, was something he struggled with. Uh, that UAPB game, he had three drops, uh, all in pretty short passes. Um, and the thing with Hornsby also, I started seeing, you know, he would run like a hitch, and there would be nobody around him because they were scared to death of him blowing past him. So that's another, you know, angle that we could see with him is not just, not just straight go routes, but, you know, I mean, you could run two patterns with him and, and probably be fine just throwing deep and, and uh, you know, throwing hitch patterns because people are, you know, backing off of him so much because they're scared of him beating them deep. Are, I guess, all the other schools aware of Hornsby speed? I don't know. They will be. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they've seen it. On, I mean, if anybody watches the Penn State game, I mean, you see it. Mm-hmm. Pretty clear there. You know, I think uh, Trey Knox saying, you know what, I moved to tight end. I can make a lot of money at the next level doing, playing this. So Hornsby can too if he decides he wants to be a receiver. And, and he can be, yeah. still be the backup quarterback. Yeah, I think a dual role is what you, you kind of need to do with him. Um, yeah, I'm not saying give up him at, on him at quarterback. I'm just no. saying you've got a quarterback in KJ. You know, the the other option isn't move KJ to tight end and put Hornsby at quarterback. <laughs> no. you know? it's, yeah, it's KJ is the quarterback, yeah. you know, occasionally maybe shifting out to wide receiver, you know, when, when they put Hornsby in, you know, that kind of that kind of package. Moving them both, both in and out, you know, just trying to throw people off. There's a lot of things I think you can do with that, but KJ is the quarterback. And if your backup quarterback is the fastest guy on the team, then it makes sense to try to figure out another way to get him out there. Speaking of respect, I guess you saw this, Trey. Uh, this was on 247 Sports. Was it Brad Crawford, I think was the gentleman's mm-hmm. name, that had the article who rated the top 25 quarterbacks in the yep. country? Now, this is preseason, obviously. Mm-hmm. But uh, 
number five, K.J. Jefferson. And my, just about a year ago about this time, we was learning that K.J. Jefferson was number 14 in the SEC. <laughs> Isn't that yep. amazing? Now number yeah. five nationally. Same writer. Yeah. You know, when, when Brad, Brad does a lot of great content for us, but when he wrote that article and it came out and he had K.J. at 14, I was messaging with him and I was like, Brad, they're never going to forgive you. It doesn't matter what, what happens from here. They will never forget this. And uh, as many times as he's admitted, hey, I was wrong or, you know, had re-ranks and, you know, had K.J. much higher and stuff, you know, all anybody talks about is him ranking K.J. 14th. But, well, of um, course. But, you're, you know. but most people do forget those things. Mm-hmm. But that was so pronounced when you're ranked, yeah. you know, last that you don't forget that. It's kind of like what I would compare it to is like, you know, like in a dysfunctional family, you've got two brothers who just like, you know, they're always at each other's throats. They're always fighting each other and calling each other names and stuff. And that's a, a lot of ways kind of how some Arkansas fans were with KJ last year. You remember like last summer before fall camp, oh, it was yeah. like KJ's 245. Why yeah. is he so fat? Does mm-hmm. he not care? Does he, yeah. does he not realize this is his moment? Yeah. He can't throw the intermediate pass. He can't throw the short pass. Um, you know, and then you come out against – uh, Rice and he's you know starts out two of seven for like six yards or something and and you're down ten seven at halftime and you know people are grumbling and stuff but the moment like just like a dysfunctional family the moment like you and your brother are at each other's throats but the moment somebody else says something about your brother yeah, right. then it's time to try to kick their butt exactly right you don't talk right. about our family <laughs> we talk about each other but you don't that's talk right. about him so that's kind of you know kind of the same dynamic I think that uh, we were dealing with with Arkansas fans but. A Texas game came along, Texas A&M, Ole Miss, some other games, obviously, and uh, you'd be hard-pressed to find many Razorback fans that aren't in K.J. Jefferson's corner right now. Uh, I remember distinctly even when he went out against Penn State, the collective groan that was going up like, oh, no, he's out of the game. Mm-hmm. What's going to happen? Of course, K- I mean, uh, Malik just then proceeds to run crazy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And, uh, yeah, then showed that speed that you were talking about. I would love to have seen that play um, in the scrimmage where I've gone brain dead, the linebacker from Alabama, the transfer uh, from Alabama. Drew Sanders. Yeah, Drew Sanders, how he was able to actually track Malik down going mm-hmm. from basically sideline to sideline. That had to have been amazing. Yeah, I wonder if that's still available to stream on uh... – on SEC Network Plus. It might still be on there, Randy. I don't know. That was amazing just to see uh, Drew Sanders able to track him down because I didn't, I didn't think it was possible that uh, that could happen. But it did. It did. Um, gosh, this segment went quickly. Oh, no. Stan is waiting, and we're, <laughs> run, we're about to run. Okay, I'll do this real quick. Hog Fan Man wants to know about um, E.J. Outley. Aaron Outley. I mean, he's out there working at tight end. I, I wouldn't say he's among the top three tight ends right now, but he's he's at least out there. He wasn't able to go through a lot of last year. so He's got Leon. to get healthy. If he can get healthy, he can help. He's very athletic. Yep. All right, Trey, we'll talk with you tomorrow. All right. Uh, Love you, Marcus. Sports. <laughs> Love you too, brother. <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> Trade video of hogsports.com. Being brought to you by Asher